This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer betting social platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head-to-head, cut.com, K-U-T-T, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And finally, we're brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. 15% off everything in the playoffs when you use promo code PLAYOFFS. That's all cap P-A-L-P-L-A-Y-P-L-A-Y-O-F-S.S. We're live. Let's go. Farmers Insurance Open. We have golf on Wednesday. Before we get into it, we have to talk about Sam Burns. We have to talk about the Nick Dunlap. We have to talk about the American Express. I was there. Boots were on ground. I witnessed Saturday's round. I didn't. I was not there yesterday, but I did witness some of Nick Dunlap's uh, 60. So he was playing the La Quinta course. Obviously, I was on the La Quinta course. Literally, no one was there. No one was at the LQ course on Saturday, but it was awesome. Like I got to see a bunch of golfers that I knew. Got to see a bunch of like like you're at a golf event, but like you're not waiting. You're not waiting for in big groups. You get to watch anyone you want. The three course rotation is cool as a viewer because it's super spread out. You get to see everything. So. Nick Dunlap, 60. There was legit no one there. I'm not discrediting it. I'm just saying there was no one there. So I was like, dude, this guy shot 60 with no one watching. He's not going to fare well on Sunday. He's not going to win. He fucking won. He wasn't perfect, but he did enough to win the golf tournament. And no matter what you can take from that, that is awesome. That is, he did enough. Balls, stones, clap for Nick Dunlap. And I'm so happy I didn't have find a matchup to fade him on because I would have unloaded on that matchup. He probably lost. So, excuse me, Nick Dunlap won the event, but we got to talk about Sam Burns because Sam Burns, when he's been in the mix, when he's had these chances, he's clutched up and he's won. Um, He's won a lot from behind, but like he's won and looked the part in these big, big moments. Does anyone have guts anymore? Does anyone have guts anymore? Every single player looks gutless and it's just so frustrating because you're going to lose to a college kid who Justin Thomas looked like shit. Sam Burns didn't hit many good shots. The first 15, the first 12 holes, like he, it's just so frustrating because we put in all this work and our guys just look so gutless on Sunday, truly gutless. And it's tough to, it's tough to, lose money on and watch watch it go down IRL. But we got to move on. That's now three straight weeks. I know this is a DFS show. Three straight weeks, I lost a hefty $4,000 outright ticket. The Gala by one stroke. Keegan Bradley by one stroke. Sam Burns up a stroke on 17 and blows it. It is tough. It really is. But I mean, we're here. We are here. And uh, let's let's talk about the Farmers Insurance Open because this is what our focus is on. Um, here we are. No, that's the wrong layout. Here we are. Farmers Insurance Open. We head to Torrey Pines, a golf course that we know very well and a golf course that we... It's going to be very different than what we... This is the first big board test we get of 2024. 
and it's, it's a very interesting leaderboard, a very interesting DraftKings board, I, I mean to say. Xander, Patrick, X, Max lead the way at the top. Very, very interesting. So let's talk about Xander Shoffley. Finishes T3 at the Amex with a fairly, you can, t- you can, it's, these, these stat profiles are going to be weird for the, for the first few weeks of the year and especially the Amex because we only have strokes gained from one course and situational. It's weird. Definitely weird. So he gained in all four categories in two rounds at the stadium course, 1.4 strokes, ball striking five strokes, putting that was Xander's best putting performance since the travelers where he finished T five. So let's, let's talk about uh, Xander for a little bit. This, this, this golf course, Xander Shoffley home field, home course, he never, he always has the game coming into Torrey Pines, but he never really puts it together. Is the pressure too big for him? Is uh, the golf course too big for him? No, like it's weird because Xander Shoffley, obviously from San Diego, went to San Diego State. He always talks about how much he loves this place, how much this golf course suits his game, but it never really works out. Now, I talked about it being different for Xander this year. I talked about Xander putting his sole focus on winning more. Uh, being in the mix more, not de- doing the stupid backdoor shit. And I know you can t- you can say that he backdoored that T three at the Amex, but it wasn't all bad. He got off to a scorching scorching start on Thursday. The problem was Friday's round. Friday's round, he it took him fifteen holes to like make two or three birdies. Then he he got he made a few at down the stretch. But Friday took himself out of the tournament. Saturday and Sunday were great rounds. So I had a Xander 12 to one ticket. I didn't usually I get mad when I have Xander, but I can't, I'm not, I'm more mad at Sam Burns than I am with Xander. He showed heart. He was there. I mean, maybe make that putt on 17 and you have a, a real chance to win. Cause uh, then uh, Dunlap knows the situation, but that, he didn't win, finished T3, whatever. Another great result for Xander, but he heads to a golf course that he has great results on like we know this he finished 13th year last year second in 2021 a golf course that xander shoffley plays a lot had a good u.s open he plays a lot he knows he knows better than anyone so like it's no surprise he's the highest priced golfer in this field but when xander is in these situations it's like what will he do now let's talk about Zan- let's talk about patrick Cantlake and then the re- and the rest of this field before i make a decision patrick Cantlay. I tweeted, there is going to be an E60 on Patrick Cantlay's final round at uh, Amex. My man shot 76 yesterday? 76. You are Patrick Cantlay. You are one of the top five best golfers in the world at the easiest course on tour. And you're shooting a 76? Like, truth, that might be more shocking than Dunlap winning, truthfully. The odds on Patrick... 76 Patrick Cantlay show some heart show some heart now Patrick Cantlay heads to a golf course that he hasn't really played in his career for whatever reason doesn't really play here every year but I think it's going to set up for him well this is very similar to Jordan Spieth at Bay Hill last year Jordan Spieth went into Bay Hill which was a good course fit but he didn't really play the course like in his career much he didn't really play due to scheduling but he played last year and was in contention, almost won the damn golf tournament. Now, Patrick Cantlay is coming off of a, an event where he downright hit the ball horribly. I'm going to pull up his strokes gain number, strokes gain numbers. He lost, I know it's two rounds. I know you, you can't take too much out of this. He lost 2.4 strokes on approach. 
That was his worst approach week since. Oh, pff. this is you guys are ready for this. This is Patrick Cantlay's worst approach week. It's going to take me some scrolling. This is Patrick Cantlay. Yesterday was Patrick Cantlay's worst iron week since the 2022 players, which was weather and also the 2022 Genesis. So a while since Patrick Cantlay has hit his, hit his irons that this, this is now two straight starts. Patrick Cantlay lost strokes on approach, but I still believe that was wonky. The course, like the three course rotation, I'm not taking too much out of that. Now the biggest stat this week is going to be total driving. Patrick Cantlay is, I would say the third best total driver in the world. Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, and he can he has his moments where he is the best, both long and straight, and that is going to be so important this week, more important than anything else. They're getting a ton, a ton of rain here. That's going to emphasize the the total driving even more because if you're not long and straight, you're in the thick, wet, rough. You're boned. Total driving is not even priority. It is higher than priority this week. You need to be playing out of the fairway, and you need to be. If you're if you're not, if you're a short hitter, you're not getting that role this week. Like Colin Morikawa is going to be popular this week, but if Colin Morikawa is one off with his driver, he's going to be playing out of the thick, wet, rough from way, way back. So, I think Patrick Cantlay is a really interesting case this week because he's coming off of a horrible week. Everyone's going to want to go with hometown Xander, and I'm willing to forgive Patrick Cantlay for one bad round and a bad stat profile on a golf course that has wonky results and not like real stats. Cause it was only from two rounds. I'm willing to forgive and forget and move on and play Patrick Cantley at 10, five. Now, Max Homer simply, he just might have to be an auto click. Max Homer defending champ of this event, 18th in 2021, 9th in 2020. And if you look at Max Homa's recent results, uh, I guess Tory Pine, uh, not Tory Pines, uh, the Century Tournament of Champions, you're like, ah, he didn't look that great. He finished what? He finished T, what he finished? T14 of the Century. But this man, Max Homa, lapped the field T to green. He gained 7.1 strokes ball striking, which was top in the field, lost 5.5 strokes putting. We know how good of a putter he is on West Coast POA, and that's what we're going to get at Torrey Pines. Max Holm is clearly hitting the ball great. Like The ball striking has been um, tremendous. His, he won, At the Ned Bank, he gained 10.2 strokes ball striking. Hero, whatever, won, two strokes ball striking. He's hitting the ball so well this week. He's heading to a golf course he won last year. He's heading to a golf course that suits him really well. At 10-1, like, he's going to be popular, but I think he is a great play. So I'm going to cross off Colin Morikawa. Max Homa, depending on the chalk, like it just simply like, th- this field is not incredibly strong. I think Max Homa is a good pick. But now we, th- between this Patrick, I think Patrick, Patrick Cantlay is going to be the lowest, the lowest owned guy. It's a decision and it is Monday, but I'm going to have to give you my decision because this is my job and I'm going to, it's just critical thinking. I'm going to do it right now. Max Homa, I think, is the safest option and the cheapest option, but he's going to be fairly owner, fairly chalky. So will Colin Morikawa going to be very chalky. I don't. People love to click Xander for sure, but Xander at ten six is not regular. The highest price golfer. I'm not sure if they'll click him. I don't think anyone's going to click Patrick Cantlay, and I'm willing to forgive and forget. I'm willing to 
click his name at a golf course that he doesn't usually play uh, because that it, usually good things happen. Like I talked about Jordan's beat that uh, Bay Hill. I think we can get that similar situation. He can be in the mix on Sunday. So I think my, my, my gut's going to go with Patrick Cantlay down here. But before me, before we move on to the nine K range, I've got to talk to you about underdog underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college hoops, college football, golf, Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite player stat, and you could win 100x with some spicy plays. Um, if you've been following me on Twitter, I've been smoking the underdog board, post them every round. I'm definitely upping, upping my units this week for underdog and prize picks because I have been doing well. So you, you, will, you keep following me on Twitter, and you will get those uh, underdog plays. All right, let's move down to the uh, 9K range, and we'll talk about our guy, Sung JM, down to... Eric Cole at 9K in this at this golf course is kind of funny. So Sung J M, he's played here a bunch. He plays here nearly every year. His last two trips are a fourth and a sixth. Now Sung J is not the longest, but definitely above average straightest. Yeah, definitely above average in accuracy, not straightest. So he's gonna play out of most fairways, but he won't be playing uh he won't be crushing the ball down the field, down the golf course, and be one of the longer guys. Now, I told, I talked about Colin Morikawa. It's going to be wet. He's going to get less rollout. The same thing will happen with Sungjae, but Sungjae is been so steady with his irons, and, and not that Colin Morikawa hasn't, but I'm just I'd rather play 9900 than ten uh, one or ten two on a guy who's been playing more golf. And I feel like Sungjae, even if he gets out of it quick, he has that like backdoor potential like he sungjae will get out to a first round lead then shoot seven like 73 on friday and you'll be like what the fuck sungjae and then he'll come back saturday sunday backdoor into to a t a t4 and that's fine at 90 9900 like i he literally like i talked about sam burns having no guts sungjae does not have many guts either because whenever he gets near the leaderboard not great but i do like him i do like his game for this golf course let's have the ludwig conversation i've been waiting to see ludwig on a golf course like this because his game long and straight that is going to be emphasized so much highly this week because of the rain and i am i don't know what i want to do i don't know what i want to do with ludwig yet because we have we're we're waiting for him to perform on a golf course like this, but he's only shown it at the baby track. He's only shown it at the RSM Classics, the 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 short wedge fest in the in Europe where he won. He hasn't shown it on a big board golf course yet, but he hasn't had that many opportunities. And here we are, Ludwig at Torrey Pines. Like the golf course makes so much sense for him. He kind of struggles with his middle to long irons. He's shown that his best game is driver wedge. He's not going to have that here, but he's going to be playing out of the fairway. He's going to be, he's just going to have that advantage on his second shot where the rest of the field will not. So that just elevates his ceiling, which, which makes him a great, like a safe DFS play. I think even at 9,700 Jason day, 9,500, you're buying a golfer who loves this golf course. He's has some of the best results out of anyone in the, in the, in their career at Torrey Pines behind like John Rahm. And even over the last four years, seventh, third, 16th, fifth, and that was when Jason Day was kind of like in his ups and downs. And now he's playing a lot of golf. Finish, uh, he had a good, good week at the Amex, finished 34th, 10th at the Century, 11th at the Hero. And he's gaining strokes across the board consistently. Uh, do I love it here at this, pr- at this price point? 
not really. I'd rather go up to the top and get a $9,500 Jason Day, if I'm being honest. Now, Tony Finau, Minwoo Lee. Minwoo Lee, I'm already seeing, is really popular. But, like, you, you, it's going to be interesting with Minwoo Lee. I want to see his stat profile from, I guess, two rounds of, of strokes gained at the Amex. Uh, like... If you're if you if you you know golf but you don't know how like you're not into the golf stats, Minwoo Lee is like a corn fairy tour iron player. He is he is so bad with his irons. He's young. That's how Wyndham Clark was before he won. It can change, and I'm bullish on the big like. And I mean the same thing with Ludwig. Ludwig's a little better with Minwoo than his on his irons, but they still have that that weakness with their irons, and you need that iron play to contend. Now, this is a golf course where driving the ball is paramount, and Minwoo Lee is elite off the tee. Long, straight, creative, and he has that around the green play. If this does turn into a scramble fest, we saw Patrick Reed win it in that, in that way, had a decent iron week, and was able to capitalize with his around the green and putting. Minwoo gives you that, but it's just so tough to, to, to click a guy who you know is going to like spot the field two strokes with his irons. Um, he's going to be popular too. So I think that just makes it a complete fade. Uh, we'll talk about Eric Cole. I uh, literally might miss the cut. He at nine K everyone loves to play him, but this is a golf course that really just makes Eric Cole vulnerable. He, he gives the field so many strokes off the tee and you just cannot do that at Torrey Pines. You cannot be missing fairways and playing out of the thick rough. This is one of the longer longer golf courses on tour, if you don't know. So Eric Cole just cannot be playing from behind. He cannot be scrambling. He cannot be short and inaccurate. He missed the cut here last year. I think this is where Eric Cole's run comes to an end. He's just been a cut maker, a great performer. I got to say no to the Eric Cole thing. Keegan Bradley, we're going to get down to this uh, this 8K range. Keegan Bradley is going to be fairly chalky, I can imagine. He's coming off of a runner. Oh, come on, I hate when it does this. Like, let me let me scroll. Here we go. All right, we'll leave that like that. We'll go down to Keegan Bradley. All right, Keegan Bradley is coming off of a playoff loss at the Sony, and he's coming to a golf course where he had a great result last year. Finished runner up here last year, and he. In a Keegan, in an interview, Keegan Bradley said his most disappointing result last year was Torrey Pines. He felt like he had that tournament and he let it go late. He let it go late. Uh, he missed his birdie opportunity on 18, I believe. So yeah, he's going to be really chalky, but it makes sense. He's been hitting the ball really well. Uh, yeah, definitely can have a good week here in his 8K range. Now, I really like Harris English, but I I don't love the price. I thought we were going to get him closer to the bottom of the 8K range. He's missed his last two cuts here, but he's playing really good golf. Hint at the Sony. 14th at the uh, century. Harris English does really good within these long and straight US Open type conditions. And I think that DK price, uh, D- DK knows it. DK is a little sharp. DK has Harris, I think, where he should be. So I really like Harris English at uh, $8,800. I kind of like him more than Keegan, especially with the chalk. I think the best click in this range is going to be Nikolai Quirgard at $8,400. He's making his first start on the PGA Tour in 2024, but this kid's talent is off the charts. This kid is elite off the tee, elite on approach, and that is paramount this week. He struggles on and around the greens, but he's a prototypical young ball striker, talent. He won the DP World Tour Championship just a few months back with Rory McIlroy, 
John Rahm, Victor Hovland, everyone, you name it, was in that field. And Nikolai won it, obviously played in the Ryder Cup. And he's playing, he's not playing, I know I said this is his first start of 2024, but he's played a bunch on the DP World Tour. Hasn't looked amazing, but at $8,400, yeah, I am so down for Nikolai. And I want to talk about another European guy. Uh, that's Adrian Moronk. You see him down there at $8,200. Last time uh, Adrian Moronk played a big boy golf course, that was Oak Hill, and he led the field in birdies. Adrian Moronk is very long off the tee, and he can he gets a little wonky, but if he's dialed, he's dialed. But this guy, doesn't matter what golf course he's playing, is, is going to get fire at flags. He's going to make a ton of birdies, but bogeys will come. DFS, that's kind of what you want. And just he's just when he's dialed, he's when he's dialed, he's fearless, and he is when he, like he's one of those guys that just gets scorched earth. And it's like, this guy is on fire. Like, he'll go on those six birdie runs. Moronk has that, and it's a great buy at $8,200. He gives you that upside, too. He just finished, what, runner-up to Roy McIlroy in Dubai. Like, he's playing good golf at the moment. He's making his PGA Tour debut, and this is a golf course that suits him well. So I think the Europeans are are great clicks in this 8K range. Um, Nikolai and Moronk. Uh, Sepp Strzok, I'm already seeing, is very chalky, but he has great results here, and he's hitting the ball well. I think Sepp's going to have a good year. Might be a little bit too chalky for me. I think Sahit Tagala is a big fade. He's going to be popular. He's a California guy, and he's weird. He's going to either finish T5 or miss the cut, like literally, because if he starts missing fairways, he's boned, but if he's hitting fairways, he's going to be longer than average, and he's going to be able to dial into that uh, hot iron game and hot around the green game, but he's too tough to predict with the a wonky driver because he's either hit or miss off the tee. Let's move down to this 7K range. Come on. Just let me scroll. Let me scroll. I hate when it does this. Oh, my God. Like, why does it do this? You, all right, here we go. So the top of the 7K range is Shane Lowry all the way down to big 7K range. Down to Sammy Steve. So we'll talk about the top of the 7K range. While I'm scrolling, I will just give you the Shane Lowry bit. He missed the cut last week. When he was priced at like $8,800. That was egregious price. I do want to look and see how Shane Lowry hit the ball because coming into uh, the Amex last week, Shane Lowry lost like 10 strokes ball striking in Europe. So I want to see if it got any better. Shane Lowry at the American Express gained 0.4 strokes to the field ball striking in two rounds, missed the cut. No, this is not where I want to run out Shane Larry. I know he's creative. I know he can make, he can scramble well, but he's not really hitting the ball well. He doesn't really have much upside, I would believe. I think Shane Larry is a easy cross-off. Uh, let's see if this will let me scroll. Here we go. I'm sorry. That's just being so weird. Okay. It's just not really scrolling well. Uh, sigh. Okay, I'm just going to talk then and remove my screen. So here we are. I just talked about Shane Larry. I will go down and talk to you about Will Zellator. No, no, no. He's already in the AK range. Will Zellatoris, I'll do, I'll do the bit right now. I be, obviously, he nearly won here. He played okay last week, but I, I still don't think he's there yet. This is the first time he's playing a big boy golf course since his injury, and you can't be missing you can miss at the Amex and get away with it. You can't do it here. He's going to garner some ownership too because he made a cut. I, I'm, I love you, Will. I love you more than I love a lot of people. I love you more than I love a lot of things. God damn, I, I love Will Zaltors. 
but I'm not doing it at a- even at AK. I am not doing it even at AK. A guy that I can get behind is Stefan Jaeger at $7,800. Uh, Stefan Jaeger, he is just a guy who makes cuts, a guy who doesn't mix. But at $7,800, a lot of guys are going to miss this cut. It's big boy track. He made it last year. He made it in 2019, and he's playing great golf. Like six straight made cuts from Jaeger, and it's just so consistent. Like he's hitting fairways, he's hitting greens, he's longer than average, he's straighter than average. Like I like Stefan Jaeger at $7,800. Um, I also like Akshay Batia at $7,500. He played about as good as you possibly could have played with, with, with missing that cut uh, at the Amex. He missed it on the number. But before that, 13th, 14th, 38th, 20th, 10th, 21st. He, he's a guy, he's like a ride the hot hand guy. He's playing good. He's playing a lot. Like you want those guys who are like in their first few years on tour playing every, like, like Eric, if we could have got in on Eric Cole before knowing what Eric Cole was, we would have been all rich. Just playing Eric Cole from the jump. Akshay could be that guy. I know we know Akshay, but he's playing a ton of golf and he's playing good golf. California guy, ball striking is paramount. He's one of the best long arm players in this field. He can heat up. And the guy right below him, Emiliano Grillo, seventh at the Sony. But this golf course fits fits Grillo's stat profile way better than the Sony. But I'm nervous. Grillo has like lost the best part of his game. The best part of his game was iron play. And he gained two strokes on approach at the Sony. But before that, it was one, two, three, four, five, six straight events where Grillo lost strokes on approach. And if you know anything about golf you know that Grio is a, an elite iron player he, he he's from he, he lives in san diego too if you didn't know that emiliano Grio lives in san diego loves a coastal track too Grio at 7500 is an absolute hammer absolute hammer one of my favorite plays but he doesn't have the best course history but Grio, jt poston and who else did i say i was really bullish on this year Grio, JT Poston. There was one other guy that I'm just like a pencil down on. Like they're going to have a, Oh, Sep. Grio, JT Poston, Sep. Breakout years. Grio is one of those guys. And I think that suits him at $7,500. So before I get in and talk to you about the uh, rest of this 7K range, I want to talk to you real quick about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. Sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any any parlay into the Hall of Fame bets parlay optimizer tool to get rate hits broken down by leg. It's like a a model for parlays. So like you kind of just plug these numbers in and it gives you a bunch of info that's really key. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30K users researching with Hall of Fame bets. HOFbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Also, SGPN Merch Store. 15% off everything. Promo code PLAYOFFS. We're competing against other shows for a bonus, so come support the Golf Gambling Podcast. Um, it really helps us. It does. So come, come support the Golf Gambling Podcast. Code PLAYOFFS. SGPN Merch Store. Okay. Bottom half of the 7K range, and then I will get into a few 6K plays. There's two guys at $7,200 that I absolutely love. And they go by the name of Alex Smalley and Justin Suh. 
Now, Alex Smalley, in his young career, has already made two cuts at Torrey Pines. And it's not just, this isn't just a regular golf course. Torrey Pines is one of the toughest courses on tour. Everyone knows that. It's not a hot take. And Alex Smalley has made the cut twice already. That doesn't surprise me. Alex Smalley is a young stud of a ball striker. Alex Smalley is above average at tee to green, kind of struggles on the green, and he's hitting the ball really well at the, at the moment. Uh, he missed the cut at the Sony, but he was hitting the ball really good at the Sony. Played well at the Sony. I mean, played well at the Amex, kind of parlayed that good ball striking I was talking about into the Amex, and we were on him last week, which was good. Now, Justin Saw missed the cut on the number at the uh, Amex, but he had he was 10 under through six and was just lights out. When Justin Suh is at his best, he is, well, we know he's a really good putter and really good off the tee. The iron game is hit or miss, and he's hitting his irons well at the moment. He's a California kid. He can get hot off the tee, like long and straight. You would not think it. Long and straight. The iron play, it's heating up. We know he's going to be, he sh- I, mean, I mean, I can't say we know he's going to have a good off the tee week because he's like, Still $7,200, and he's still like Justin Suh. He's not like it's Rory McIlroy with the driver, but he's generally good off the tee. The iron play is trending in the right direction, and he's one of the best putters on the entire tour. So I love him. Uh, I, I don't really care who you pick, either Justin Suh or Alex Molina, but at $7,200, I love them both. So let's get, this, let's get down to this 6K range, and I'm going to give you a few names, but the official 6K picks will be tonight on the 6K DFS Darling Show. Um, if there's if there was ever a place for Robert McIntyre, Robert McIntyre, it would be here. Has not looked well in the PGA Tour thus far, but he does his best work in difficult conditions. Alejandro Tosti at sixty six hundred dollars missed the cut at the Amex, but his best weapon is his driver, both long and straight. Huge weapon here. Same thing with Chris Goderup. Like the dude did not look good at the Amex. But this, he finished ninth here in 2020. I'm just kidding. He's never played here. I was looking at the wrong person. But Chris got, I don't, I don't know why I like, even thought that. I was like, there's no way that even makes sense. Chris Goderup is an absolute weapon off the tee. And I, I would be not surprised at all if he finishes in the top 20 here after missing the cut of the Amex. Chris Goderup is not a birdie maker. Chris Goderup is a difficult conditions grinder, a tee to green savant. And that is what Torrey Pines asks you to do. So $6,500, this is a much better golf course for a bounce back from Chris Goderup. And those two guys I like the most. Uh, there's one name down at $6,100 that I, I do like, Paul Barjan. He finished 39th last week at the Amex and he looked really good. And I know he came from the Corn Ferry Tour, but he's uh, played on the PGA Tour for a while on his career. And when he was on the PGA tour, his one of the best part of his game was the uh, long irons, surprisingly, and going to get a ton of long irons here. So I like Paul Barjan at $6,100, but that wraps it up. That's a 30 minute tangent of me talking about golf. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something. I will be back later today with 6k DFS starlings, five grand golf bets. And like, let's win. Let's fucking win. Three straight weeks, we lost an outright by one stroke. That's $1,200. I should have... No, $12,000. This is the life I choose. I will see you guys later. Any questions, you know where to find me. Peace out.